0: mm Get to the point. I am Sean Anderson joined by Joe DeLeon. I'm using Joe DeLeon's Welcome Back instead of Jake Fire's Hello, everybody, as Jake Fire is not with us tonight. He addressed that on a previous live stream, and Jake Fire didn't take too kindly to it. No, he did not, but that's his deal, and we got our own deal. And when he gets back on the show, he gets back on the show. But I kind of like Welcome Back to it. I feel like it's a little less abrasive for the listeners here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the uh, the, the, what fire
0: does is a little too aggressive for us. I like it though. Get it, get it started with some juice.
1: yeah.
0: yeah Have so. you heard Opie and Anthony's theme song? It was just a whole bunch of sirens. <laughs> it was <laughs> maybe, an, maybe a morning show. That yeah. It was, and, and it's just every time you hear it, you uh, immediately associate it with that show. So hello, everybody, and Jake Fire's voice is immediate association because he's screaming, just like Chris Russo's big yell at the beginning of the show, but it, with uh, Mike and the Mad Dog.
1: Maybe we should.
0: No, nah, never mind. I was going to say. Maybe should we should just sh- have Jake Fire yell. Yeah, we should pre-record one. I want to have him just give us a good yell. <laughs> I was yelling on Sunday, and I was yelling uh, to myself and to the house, and most importantly, I was yelling at Joe DeLeon. I guess I can I can say that the New York Giants. I know it's not on our on our sheet now because we're going to blaze through sinners and boozers. I won't take a victory lap uh, because of how I derailed the the first rendition of this show tonight so because I feel so poorly I'm gonna let you have this one I'm not gonna take a big old dump on you but Sunday you got us you got the you, you the Giants won I hope you're happy with yourself
1: yeah so you you not only did you previously state and then argue with me during the show and also after the show, that the New York Giants were the worst team in the NFL, worse than the Jets, which everybody can agree right now after six weeks of football, the Jets are one of the worst teams in NFL history. Oh, yeah. In NFL history. So you refuse to relent, despite me disproving that the Giants have a top 10 defense and also top players at multiple positions. You refuse to acknowledge my comparison For The Jets don't have good players at any position, so that should warrant them being much worse. Not only do the Giants get a win over the Washington football team, a team that you root for that is near you, but they also disproved you in just a fantastic fashion on a two-point conversion, a failed two-point conversion, and they are now tied for second in the NFC East, albeit with one win. But it has still been disproven. Eat shit, eat shit, eat shit.
0: Don't even have a marker for this. Uh, I guess we're going to have to say, uh, for the regular Get to the Point listeners, this is probably going to be a not safe for work show given the editing. I'm not going to go in and dig all that stuff out, especially with Audition not open because effing tech isn't working. But that's beside the point at this moment in time – I'd like For, you to refer really nice. back to that's last really week's
1: nice setup.
0: By the way, <laughs> I'd like to refer back to last week's NFL centers and boozers, where I picked the Giants to win and the Giants to cover. Okay. So and how did you disprove anything or anyone? I disproved the entire Even in the argument. week before, in our last week's ar- argument about this, I relented to the fact that Washington was the worst. Okay, but I'm saying that I just, dispro- It
1: has been disproven. Your argument that the Giants are the worst team in the NFL, when they currently have a win and are doing much better than the Jets, you would not acknowledge. Let's take any, it easy
0: with much. Any,
1: they are significantly better. You, you. Let's just watch uh, oh, the much, okay? Okay. That's let just just a bit. There's a significant difference. Between but
0: that, I'll games. say there's a difference.
1: One has developing young pieces, and also strong free agent acquisitions.
0: Meanwhile, the other has literally nothing. They don't have anything. I said there was a difference. I'm not going to go out and say that there is a an extreme difference or a massive difference. I'm not going to do that. Right. I think it's rather brash of you to ask me to do that, Joseph. No. You're, you're trying to make me come off of my my laurels. I don't know. I don't think I appreciate that too much. Are you going to lead into? Did our you first freeze? Segment? I'm sorry. You just no, look like you got s- hit with a Medusa bomb, and you were turned to stone. All right, that I'll reflects be, I'll, your soul.
1: I will lead us into Frozen, our first segment.
0: Cold, stoic.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna lead us into our first segment because you're an idiot. So, if you happen to watch Monday Night Football this past week, you might have noticed that the Dallas Cowboys are. A absolute mess, despite having a very talented roster, a lot of key pieces at the receiver position, a team that many thought was going to contend. Meanwhile, this team has one win and was completely embarrassed at home against the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray, who barely attempted, I think the number was like nine passes. It was a absolute mess. So things got worse after the, the loss. It became public that the players thought that the coaching staff was underprepared, that they thought they were not doing their jobs as coaches to prepare the team for each week. They had no idea what they're doing. So Mike McCarthy comes out and says, I mean if you don't if you do have something to say publicly, I think it's important to say it to an individual or particularly in a group dynamic setting, especially in the game of football, especially for the Dallas Cowboys, that was not the main quote. But the big bit here is that he was disappointed with the comments made by his players. So now we have to consider, what does this mean for the Dallas Cowboys? Does this mean that they're going to get it together? Or are they going to be a team that needs to fire their head coach after one season?
0: initially you think Mike McCarthy is going to fit because he's coming into a team with a good quarterback in Dak Prescott, right? We all said, Oh, Mike McCarthy took a year off, came on back. He's got a good quarterback. He worked with Aaron Rodgers, got a super bowl there. Good deal. Good deal. But this Cowboys team is a young team. That Packers team that he had was not a young team. That was a lot more vets on that Packers team than there was this Dallas team. I'm not so sure how good Mike McCarthy or some of the other coaches are at dealing with younger players that need to learn how to develop and learn the game at the NFL level. Mike, McCur- Mike McCarthy wasn't necessarily uh, in the big, long long game of developing Aaron Rodgers at that point. He had him. He was there. He had receivers. They were there. James Jones was established. Greg Jennings was established. Jordy Nelson was established. They just already knew the game. Whereas with this Cowboys team, especially with the offensive defense, you have some vets, but for the most part, still a lot of young Guys, still a lot of uh, uh, green uh, players, if you will. So I'm sure that, that 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 they're not meshing as well as they should be. A- and we like to give flack to the Zach Taylors and the Cliff Kingsberries because, and the Sean McVeys because they they dress flashy and they and they talk uh, very eloquently and, and almost a bit pompously. Some of us think could c- could could consider them. Uh, to do such, but they can also relate to the younger players and get the message to them somewhat better to a uh, than than a Mike McCarthy who is older. And sometimes it works to have an older coach. Sometimes it doesn't. Wade Phillips still goes to a defense and turns them into a brand new defense. It's getting uh, forty sacks a year at least. So. You give and you take. It's obviously circumstantial by team. We can all agree that, but that's a cop-out to say that. So I think Mike McCarthy probably can't deal with younger players as, as well as he should. I don't think he has that kind of experience.
1: I think after this period of time, it's safe to say, Mike McCarthy has to go. Oh, wow. That dude is not a good NFL coach anymore. He is running an antiquated offense that although it was working well through the air, is imbalanced. It could not run the ball, and Zeke has not been productive because he has absolutely no commitment to running the ball or any idea how to establish the run. Not to mention the fact that he has no effort put in to have any type of defensive presence. This team has been terrible defensively, and it has good players. It's not a perfect unit, but it has athletes at some spots notoriously, and almost infamously, Mike McCarthy has always had bad defenses, and it is coming back to really bite him in the ass now that he doesn't have a good quarterback. He needs to be fired. He needs to go at the end of the season if they don't make the playoffs. He was hired to do one thing, bring a good team to the playoffs, and this team is is underperforming significantly. They can't even establish a lead in the NFC East. They have one win. They can't, no, sorry, two wins. They can't establish a lead in the NFCs, A significant lead with all these bad teams. That is pathetic.
0: That's a good point, but you and I both know that teams have a lot of growing to do with a new head coach. I feel like we do have a lot of knee-jerk reactions, and we don't trust the process as much. I think the leash should be two to three years. Two, if it's absolutely god-awful. Three, if it's mediocre, and then you're just like, oh, okay, we're just, we're, uh, we're on a treadmill here. One year, I do not think is enough to, to get players to, A, buy in, unless you're incredibly charismatic, uh, like, a, like a Pete Carroll to come in there and rejuvenate, or unless you're a genius and you need a, 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 a learning curve to take place. It's a very short amount of time, and I'm sure they didn't have that much time also in this offseason. I think most coaches, with the exception of Dan Quinn and Adam Gase and Bill O'Brien – uh, who absolutely duked the bed should uh, should be retained and given a full fair shot
1: I think that's fair um the only thing too though that really rubs me the wrong way with this situation is if you have public statements made by players anonymously that is bad that is very bad i've I've watched the Giants be bad for five years now and we've never had that happen. There's a lot of bad teams, there's a lot of bad teams in the NFL. This does not happen often that that players don't believe in coaches. If you can't establish some type of presence or connection with your players by week 7, you're screwed. You're screwed. There is no way to fix that. We've we've been in locker rooms where there was distrust with not not maybe the head coach
0: but with some coaches, right? And and I would even say some coach, some players that we had played with didn't have trust for the head coach. Yeah, I I, some and there was
1: no fixing that. There was no way to fix that. All you heard was them bitch about coaches. That was it.
0: I get it. Uh, I know Atlanta. All the players always said that they were behind Dan Quinn. They stood by him, even if they thought completely differently. At least they put the best foot forward. And said, "Hey, we're still rocking with this dude." Where I, I also it's Dallas. They're a reality TV show, aren't they? It's not what you did want, ex- NFL team. Did, I know. Did we expect more from the Dallas Cowboys and their players? They know what they're. They, they want the spotlight. They want to be the guys saying, "Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I don't like this guy. Give me another guy. I Play for the Dallas Cowboys."
1: Uh, I mean, like from that angle, yeah, I guess that makes sense, but. I don't know. It's just it, this is not what you want with a football team. I think that the exception
0: this, of AP, of
1: course, that, they, this team could just be so much better. And it, it, someone has to be blamed for it. Either Jerry Jones or Mike McCarthy. It's not the player's fault.
0: No, oh, they have plenty of talent. They have an abundance of talent. They're probably the most talented team in the no, not even probably. They are the most talented team in the NFC East. Is there any other team that you look at that says, Oh, that roster can challenge the Dallas Cowboys? No!
1: Yeah, the Cowboys... Oh, no, no, I'm saying, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. The Cowboys are, without a doubt, the best team in that conference, just in terms
0: of their roster. I need to see them run the rock to Zeke. I know that their line isn't the line that I I have still built them up to because I just loved seeing that offensive line and how good they were. Even though it was Dallas, even though, you know, growing up here, a big rival, I still loved how good that line was Three years ago, it was just so fun to watch. It's not as good, but you still have a top three running back in the NFL and Ezekiel Elliott. Get him the ball. If you don't if you cannot get the ball downfield, get Ezekiel Elliott the ball. He makes stuff happen. I
1: don't know. I think they need they need a new head coach. They need to figure it out soon and they're gonna be rehiring in three years.
0: Do you think uh you think anybody else is getting rehired very soon? What do you mean? Adam Gase, or not rehired, rehired. <laughs> Uh dude. If the just to get into our next point, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one overall pick in this NFL draft. That is no no question, right? If he declares, correct?
1: Yes. Which he's pr- he's going to declare
0: now, though. With how God-awful the New York Jets have been. There is a camp, which I can almost side with, that's saying, stay back here. Don't go to the Jets. Don't do it. Or decline to play for the Jets, like Elway did. Or like Eli did, not with the Jets. But don't go play for him. Decline. Joe, uh, It's tricky because Burrow didn't do that with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cincinnati Bengals last year were a dumpster fire and he's playing for them and he's making it work for them. So we get into this sphere of, Oh, so you're not as confident as Joe Burrow. If you don't want to play for the jets, you're not as good as him to try to turn a bad team around, but you're also saying, do you want your career possibly ruined? Like Sam Darnold's do you want your talent wasted and do you want to just get burned by a bad team? There's a lot of ways to look at this, Joe. What what, what are you thinking? I don't
1: think that he will sit or uh, play, stay and play for another year in college. I don't. Uh, that's not going to happen. But I do stand by the fact that he should consider demanding to be traded. I think that the Jets have a track record for being bad, mishandling quarterbacks when was the last time this Jets team was competitive? And then not to mention how far they've fallen from grace. They've been bad, but they've managed to outdo being bad. They're God awful. They're one of the worst NFL teams that I've ever seen suit up on the field. They don't have a goddamn thing from safety to running back. All the positions on the field, not a single one of them is good. Now, there's a couple, you know, nice pieces. Quinn Williams, Makai Beckton young developing player, Sam Darnold, still talented. None of those, no, nobody else on that roster get, provides me with any confidence. And if you watch what Sam Darnold does, if you pull up just one game of tape, that dude is playing for his life. He is, and quite literally. He is trying not to die on every single play. And like, that's not me saying like, oh, he doesn't want to get like, I'm worried that one time he's just going to get hit and that dude's not going to get
0: up. He is getting buried. Sturdy guy.
1: Yeah, not really. He's, he's had so many injury problems over the past few years. They can't keep him healthy. So that is your perfect example that this team right now... Now, things might change in the future, but this team right now is not going to protect you. Next year, if they spend the first overall pick on you, you are going to get your ass beat. You're going to have bad receivers. You're going to have a bad offensive line and no running back. You're going to get hit constantly. You're going to throw interceptions because guys drop balls and and balls get tipped. He's going to have no help. If I am his agent... I am. I am demanding. I am coaxing him into demanding a trade because that will be the end of his career. And on top of that, the Jets need to trade back and get more draft pieces. Anyways,
0: they should. They should be willing I, to trade. I back. don't know about that because they can't draft regardless. It, 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 besides Beckton and Williams,
1: those but, are their two most recent picks. They got a new general manager. I think that I, they're on the right direction, but like they, they
0: just need more time. Okay, let me let me just throw a little wrench in the in the um in the clock here. What if Washington ends up with the number one overall pick because they're in about the same situation. You have Gibson and McLaurin. But other than that,
1: Brandon Scherf, Morgan Moses is good. Scherf, you
0: have to make a decision You're, on him. He might be out.
1: Washington's defensive line is one of the most underrated groups in the NFL. They are fantastic. That team's bad, but they're going to steal a couple wins.
0: Like so they're you, not going to. You don't think that? The, I you think if Lawrence think Lawrence's career wouldn't be destroyed if he went to Washington, just like every other quarterbacks? I think it would.
1: No, I would have a little bit more faith in him.
0: I have faith in him. I have all the faith in the world in him. But also, we have experienced... I think we're old enough to understand that some teams in this league are just forever snake-bitten. Washington football team, New York Jets, Cleveland Browns. For as long as we've been Alive. They've had, I mean, the Jets made two AFC championship games. The football team made one playoff game. Uh, and then the Browns, we thought Baker was going to be the savior, not the savior. Playing better this year, but not the savior. These are franchises that are just snakebitten. Jacksonville, same thing. He needs to go to like the Colts. That's where Lawrence needs to go. That's not going to happen though. I know it's not. But how great would that be if he went to the Colts? Or Atlanta not going to Atlanta. Matt Ryan's not leaving. Mm. Mm. You never know. It just got away from a risk taker in Dimitrov. And Dmitrov's not even the guy that should have gotten fired, first of all. Cutter should have been fired. But regardless, they're probably not going to trade away the whole farm for Trevor Lawrence. Somebody will. I am praying it's not Atlanta. Somebody will, though. I hope somebody does. I would. I would be more interested to see that San Francisco than the Jets.
1: Oh my God, could they might imagine? be down. They might. They no, might have a need, high pick this year. You need. You need a team sitting at five, and I think that um, Joe Douglas. I think that's yeah. Joe Douglas, the general manager of the Jets. I'm thinking that he is a guy that's willing to pass up on the best available player in the past century to take a whole team's draft like look at the bills the bills traded their pick that ended up being Patrick Mahomes and they later turned it into Tremaine Edmonds Tradavius white like they got a ton of really good players and that's the reason why they're good right now Josh Allen is also playing good so it's it's almost like if your team has bad luck why take one player and put him in a shitty situation? When you can move out, let someone who's more desperate than you, which is hard to find for the Jets. That's true. Someone who's desperate and really wants him to send you four or five first-round picks. If 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 Mike Ditka can send his whole draft for Ricky Williams, someone can send five first-round picks gonna for it. Trevor Lawrence.
0: That's what the, the the formerly known as the Redskins did for Robert Griffin the Third. Someone can sent. Do it. They sent six draft picks. I think six first and second round draft picks. Maybe there was a third in there somewhere for Robert Griffin the 3rd to move up and get him. I think Lawrence might be genuinely more worth that than Robert Griffin the 3rd was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say he's worth five draft picks. Five or six draft picks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Easy. So someone's going to do it. I'm hoping it's not Atlanta. But you know, this franchise is just out to get me. I'm sure I did something in the past that they're in a past life or I'm atoning for my previous sins. Maybe something you've already done. Speaking of sins. Oh, I like that one. I like that transition. NFL sinners and boozers. We are in week six. Like I said, I'm not going to pile on Joe. I'm just going to give the numbers weekly picks. So uh, last week I was nine for 14. Joe was eight for 14 fire zero for 14. He made no picks. Weekly bets last week, again, fictitious because Fire is making fictitious bets. So we all are. I was up $126. Joe was down $395. Fire was down 1400 fictitious dollars as the penalty was incurred and yet again doubled. bet picks so far. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Met picks so far, I am in the lead. Still 63 for 90 on my yearly picks. Joe, 54 for 90. That close to 500. Fire, 38 for 90. Still hasn't made two uh, picks for the last two weeks. That is what it is. Net bets. This is where it gets fun, folks. I am up on the year $1,300. Fire, after two penalties, is down $1,300. And Joe is at the bottom, down $1,400. After going on a very good rant last week about not having his big brother, me, in a basketball game. Uh, helping him and letting him make shots. I'm not going to do that, Joe. Let me I'm make. Let you Let me make own my picks. own
1: picks. Let me make. I'm going to let you picks. do it.
0: I am I have no reason to help Fuck you off. right
1: now. Fuck off, I, dude, I don't, don't want
0: you. To, I don't want to give you my picks now because it's just sad.
1: All right, I'm going to explain my strategy for this week. So, <laughs> oh my nothing god, nothing is copy, Sean. Worse. Is that your strategy? No, know no, should no, be. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, could you imagine? Could you imagine like if I do that and you like go over on picks?
0: I know that's what's going to happen too. Yeah. The second, the the one week that you just say I'm going to get really close to Sean's picks, it's going to go south. So here's my idea: nothing is working, and because
1: I'm forced to pick every single game and outcome in every (laughs) single game, I'm going to test this this week. Every single one of my picks is going to be the is going to be against the spread. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick every single pick that has the highest odds. Uh, for, or not the highest sides, the highest payout. Every single one of them has the highest payout.
0: So you're talking about like major money line underdogs? Uh, no, I did cover. That's not the highest payout. You might as well pick a money line. All right. You know don't a money line. No, 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 no. This is your stratagem. No, no, I'm not no, no, going to no. mess with it. I'm not going to mess with it. You don't want my help. You don't want it. It's okay. No, it's I'm okay. Gonna do, I'm going to do money. Uh, no, no, no. oh, picks are locked in. Picks are locked in, buddy. So you, okay, even fine. when you thought you had the highest odds and number, you still didn't.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Just go, start, start going through them. Just start going through them. Fuck it. Just go through them. Just go through them. <laughs> All right. First game,
0: oh, Giants
1: yeah. at Eagles, <laughs> minus four and a half, 44 point is the line. Sean, who do you have? I have Philly winning and the Giants covering. Uh, I have Philly winning in my pick 'em, and I have the Giants covering. Oh.
0: Fire had Giants money line on that. So you yeah, had Giants winning. Next game, Browns at Bengals. Browns favored by three. I'm taking. Cleveland to win and Cleveland to cover. Uh, I'm going Cleveland winning and the Bengals covering. Joe, you see where you made a mistake there? Because the Browns are at a plus 100 on this bet, uh, on this line. So if you got the Browns to cover, you'd get a plus 100 instead of just a 90.
1: Yeah, I still have no idea how any of this
0: works. It's fine. Uh, Fire picked Browns and uh, Cincinnati to cover, so you and him are together on that one. Next game, Cowboys at Washington. Cowboys favored by three. I am taking... Oh, you... I got to stop being surprised by your selections. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to get me every time. Uh, I'm picking Dallas and Dallas covering that. Fire's got Dallas and Dallas covering. We're together on that. Joseph.
1: Uh, Dallas and Washington football team covering...
0: Oh, that is so much fun. Uh, next game, Lions at Falcons. Falcons favored by three. I am taking Detroit to win. And the under, the over-under set at 56 and a half. It's, that's, that's, it's going to be under that score. Uh, Fire also with me. I think he's picked every single thing that I've picked. Uh, Lions and under.
1: Uh, I'm going Atlanta for the win, but Detroit to cover.
0: What have We said about picking Atlanta to win games. Fuck off. Hey, Panthers, Panthers at Saints. Saints favored by seven and a half.
1: I could have sworn you talked me out of last week Atlanta winning, and I didn't do it. And they and they won. I had the argument that a new a uh, firing your head coach they would win, but whatever. Finish finish whatever the hell you had to say.
0: You picked Atlanta winning. You got that right. Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Panthers at Saints. Saints favored by seven and a half. I'm taking New Orleans to win and Carolina covering. Fire has the Panthers winning outright on the money line for a plus 290. Joseph, what do you got? Uh, Saints and
1: Carolina covering. Okay.
0: Next, next. Uh, Bills at Jets. That'll be a fun one to watch. Bills favored by 11. I'm taking Buffalo and the under of 40.5 points. This is a risky under. I'm really banking on the Jets scoring zero points like they did last week against the Dolphins, which they they could very much do so fire has Buffalo winning and Buffalo covering goodness gracious. Okay, Joseph.
1: Uh, this is the only one that I did not follow the strategy. I still stand by pick whoever is playing the Jets and and bet on them covering and it has worked over the past seven weeks. I have made my friend uh, a decent amount of money telling him to do that. So I'm going to go with Buffalo and Buffalo covering.
0: Hey, uh, next game on the docket Packers at Texans Packers favored by three and a half. I'm taking Green Bay and Green Bay covering. I heard a crazy stat about how Aaron Rodgers is five for seven against the spread after games that he's lost by double digits. Uh, via uh, Dukes, I guess, reported that uh, last night. So I like that. All right, Fire Fire has Packers and over the over under set at 56. Not terrible. They could both score 28 points. Joe, what you got?
1: Uh, Green Bay and uh, Green Bay covers.
0: You're changing your. uh...
1: Oh, no, no. Texans cover. Sorry. I was reading yours.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm. I'm. That probably wouldn't be the first time. Steelers at Titans. Steelers favored by one and a half. I am taking Pittsburgh. And yet again, the under at 52 and a half. I'm banking on the under. Both of these teams are running teams. That clock is going to chew out less time on the clock to score and run it up. Fire is taking Tennessee to win and the under. Joseph, what do you got for us? I would like Tennessee and them to cover. Hey, Seahawks at Cardinals. Seahawks favored by three. I'm taking Seattle and Seattle to cover. Fire has Seattle in the over at 56 and a half. I guess. Okay, Fire. What you got, Joe? Uh, Seattle and Arizona to cover. Ag's Munman over here. Jaguars at Chargers next game. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers to win and the Chargers money line. This is a a very loser pick for me because the Chargers are favored by so much. I just think it's the best bet. I don't want to lose here. Fire took the Chargers and Jacksonville will cover that. Foolish. Oh, goodness. Okay. Joe, what you got?
1: Uh, I have... Chargers winning and Jacksonville covering.
0: There's that strategy. Next game, Niners at Pats. Pats favored by three. I'm taking New England and New England covering. Both of us got burned at the New England-Denver uh, game last week. I believe they will bounce back, and somebody's going to get them in shape, and that man is Bill Belichick. Fire. Shocker. Who could have guessed this? Taking New England to win and New England to cover.
1: Give me 49ers and 49ers covering.
0: Okay. Away from me. The- Uh, Away from the old grain there. All right. Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs favored by nine and a half. I'm taking Kansas City and a fourth under. What am I doing? uh, Over under set at 47. This might be a scary sight for me this week. Fires taking Chiefs and the over Joseph. I would like to take Kansas City and Denver to cover. I believe this is the Sunday night game coming up, unless we have another two Monday night games, but. Buccaneers at Raiders. Raiders favored by three. I'm taking Tampa Bay to win. I just think Tom Brady is just going to be better than Derek Carr. Uh, but I'm taking Las Vegas to cover. I think it's going to be very close. Fire has Tampa Bay in the over at 53 and a half. That's a pretty good. Game.
1: How or I don't know how the Raiders are, are favored. Uh, I'm going to go Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay covering.
0: Last game here. Bears at Rams. Rams favored by five and a half. This is a toughie. I'm going Rams to win and Chicago to cover that. Fire has uh, Rams winning and Chicago covering as well. Uh, Chicago winning
1: and Chicago covering.
0: Hey, that's centers and boozers for you. I guess this is the live show. Uh, We'd like to be able to do this every single time. I got a week to finally figure out my setup and figure out how to not get a whole bunch of uh, popcorn cooking within my preamp. Thanks, Behringer. Nice $400 setup. The, the $400 piece is doing just fine.
1: I've got a better setup than you. That's what you say to me. That's okay. what you, you tell me. Oh, my setup's just
0: so much nicer. It's so high quality. You know what? I think uh, we're almost even. I watch head and I think our setups are about. Are you happy with yourself for throwing that, ja- that in? Yes okay as long as you're happy i'm happy after tonight i know i put you through a, a good amount of stress and frustration especially with how well the first live st- live stream was going uh, around the docket so you know what i'll take that Way you want to get one more shot i'll give you a free one apparently
1: you like cats too what's the deal with that
0: i don't know uh dukes thinks that every 24 year old now and all the millennials just own cats i'm allergic i don't like cats they make me they make me itch on my face. I don't like cats. I don't own a cat. I will never own a cat. But he thinks that since this generation is so soft and all they do is take pictures with their cats because he saw some other 24-year-old who is 2 years older than me take a picture with his cat, he thinks that I have a cat. Who is that? I don't even know. He is making judgments Based off of somebody else who is relatively close to my age, who owns a cat and thinks every person my age owns a cat, and thereby takes selfies with said cat. <laughs> so it was stupid. funny, but
1: like, there's no All proof. Right. <laughs> All right, let's ra- let's let's wrap
0: up here. <laughs> All right, uh, if you like the live stream, let us know. Uh, we are looking to doing this more. If you're listening to this on the podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with your buddies. Follow us on Twitter at GTTP podcast. Follow Joe on Twitter at Jody Leon. Myself at, on Twitter at Sanderson Radio. Fire on Twitter, I guess, at Jake Fire 54 uh, And YouTube channel, which has now become the Jody Leon. Uh, a while ago. Follow Jody Leon. Thanks for correcting me every time I've said get to the point with the big blue lettering. Follow Jody Leon on YouTube. It's red and black. Blue. with a uh,
1: clippers colors what do you think of the logo do you like the logo I'm
0: leaving the studio I cannot you did the (laughs) clip